1: recorded live. Welcome to the scoreboard show with Charles Bishop here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. And tonight in our first of many interviews covering Jackson Public Schools this upcoming season as the uh, Open Mic Broadcast Network, we'll bring to you four exciting games on the slate this year uh, from Jackson Public Schools. Those games include uh, the Callaway Chargers, the Murrah Mustangs, uh, the Provine Rams, and the Forest Hill Patriots. And then tonight. First of many interviews, we bring you Coach Darius Brown from the Callaway Chargers. Coach Brown, welcome to the scoreboard show here with Charles Bishop. How you doing, Mr. Bishop? Oh, great, great to have you on. Uh, we wanted to open it up to you here, Coach, and uh, we're looking forward to broadcasting some Jackson Public School games. Of course, bringing to you the Callaway Chargers in the very rough Region uh, uh, Region 6A, Uh, District 2, you have uh, quite a few teams that are are really tough in the state of Mississippi. Coach Brown? Yes, um,
0: I kind of compare our division to maybe the SEC West or something like that. It's just, it's never a breather. It's never a gimme game. Um, It tests your mettle as a team, and it really tests you as a coach. You have to be prepared each and every week. It's is no down weeks. Anybody can beat you at any time in our division. So that's kind of our approach to it. And um, we want to play well against everybody, but we definitely want to play well against our opponents in our division because that leads
1: to us getting into the playoffs, which we missed last year. So we definitely got something to chew for. And, and we'll get to talking about those teams. I wanted to first get a little bit of background here. Of course, you've been an assistant for the past 14 years, uh at various stops at at Callaway 2004-2006. Of course, you were uh, Madison Central defensive line coach in 2013. But first year here at at Callaway, and of course you're taking over uh, a long-time powerhouse program in the city of Jackson, a program uh, that went 5-7 last year. I wanted to kind of ask you, what kind of identity are you trying to establish at Callaway? Well, first and
0: foremost, the number one thing we want to do at Callaway now is we want to dispel the rumor that, you know, we're a talented team, but that's all we have is talent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You'll always have talent at a place like Callaway. Uh, the talent supply is unlimited. The thing I had to do as the head coach is take all this talent and mesh it together. Now, the main problem a lot of people run into when you have a team of talented in mind is you get guys to get caught up in the me factor. The first thing I had to do was break the whole thing down and I had to blow it up from the inside and make everything be a we thing. Uh, as you know we've got all Americans on our team. Uh, and the way I spin it is that when one of our players gets an accolade, all of us get. It. They don't only hear about it in the newspapers or social media. Um, they hear it from me first and we all celebrate the accomplishments of individual players of a team. And the easiest part about me blowing it up that some guys don't have the luxury of is I actually have some really good football players, but I had to teach them the team aspect of it. And the mm-hmm. first thing in building the team is learning how to work. And you got to show up and you got to work every day. Okay. Um, we work out at six in the morning. A lot of people don't do that. I have perfect attendance at six in the morning. Um, we get our work in just like a job. We're gonna get our work in. We're gonna work good, and we're gonna get out of there. And it's just it's just a situation where we had to learn how to work. We have to learn that individual accolades do not equal wins. Talent does not equal wins. Hard work and discipline equals wins. And that's and that's the that's the one value that I had to instill in my team. And I have eighteen now.
1: And, and and to follow up on, on you talking about that sort of identity that you're uh, establishing at Callaway in terms of uh, hard work and discipline, uh, what what are some of the some of the players on 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 the uh, offensive and the defensive side of the ball that 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 you're instilling that, that hard-working discipline in. You mentioned, you had mentioned uh, a few All-Americans there, but uh, some, talk about some of the players on the offensive side of the ball who you're really looking to, uh, toward this upcoming team.
0: Well, of course, on the offensive side of the ball, piggybacking on what you asked about our identity. I kind of got off-kilter there, but we're going to be a power football team. We're going to mm-hmm. play tough fields to defense, and we're going to run the ball. Everything will be set up off the power running game. Uh, We have a massive offensive line. Uh, We have a left tackle in Madden Joy, who's an upcoming junior. He's 6'5", 285. We have a senior left tackle that is uh, Valdez Thompson. Uh, He's a former basketball guy. He's 6'6", 280. Um, We have a a, a guard in Austin Early. That's a three-year starter. He's 6'1", about 275. We got a center in Ronday that's one day, Rodney Luckett. The Rodney is about six one, about two eighty, two ninety. And we have another guard in uh, Jamal and Jones. That's about six one. He's about two ninety. So we're going we My offensive line. I'm very excited about this. Uh, I got a great offensive line coach here Eric Nelson, a guy that I actually coached in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got an All American, four star receiver Malik Heath that has gone around the country and displayed his talents everywhere. He's six four. He's two hundred and five pounds. He's runs a the four four. He's got a forty two inch vertical. Um, we got slot guys like Spencer Davis. We got other guys like Gabe Rogers. We got two powerful tailbacks. One of them is six one, two hundred five. Desmond Sanders, who was run up in the hurdles in six We got an incoming tenth grader, McKenna Thompson. That's about six one by two twenty five. That's our power back. Uh, we got a quarterback that's a rising star in uh. T.Y. Wilford, um, he's an athletic dual threat type guy. But everything that we do will be based off of the power run game. And I'm kind of a throwback dude. Um, We do use a fullback. We'll get in there and dot the eye. We'll go too tight our backfield and we'll dot the eye and we'll just come straight at you running powers and counter. And we've
1: worked to be able to do it. And I wanted to ask, like, what is some of that work that you guys really put in in the offseason? Of course, I, I got a chance to watch you guys on a little bit of 7-on-7 action there in Jackson, but kind of talk a little bit about some of that work that you guys have really put in on the offensive side of the ball uh, that's really going to propel you this upcoming season. Well,
0: a lot of it is that it's repetition, man. It's uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: A lot of guys try to keep up with the times. I was fortunate enough as a high school player to win two state championships for the great coach Bobby Hall, who's now at the Lexus. We gave them opportunities to coach at Matters Essential. Um and we just got stronger, man. We we went back to the bigger, stronger, faster workout program. Um mm-hmm. we we lift weights in, in low reps, heavy heavy heavyweight low reps. Uh when we get ready to, to balance it out, we'll go high reps, lightweight. Uh we concentrated a lot on explosive lifts such as power cleans and deadlifts. We just got in there and we got real dirty and, and the thing about it is we have great players. But those great players that people see in the media and on social media, those are the hardest workers on the team. So when mm-hmm. great players are your hardest workers, it makes it easy to coach a team full of talent. And the thing we do, man, my guys believe in me and I believe in them. And and, and my assistant coaches do a great job. It, it makes it easy for me to be a facilitator, you know, and that's just kind of, it's, it's just kind of what it is. Of course, we're here on the line with
1: Coach Darius Brown in his first year taking over the, the longtime powerhouse JPS school, Cal, the Callaway Chargers. Uh, Coach, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, when you talk Callaway football, you talk about uh, the defensive side of the ball. Talk a little bit about the players on the defensive side of the ball.
0: Now, now the defensive side of the ball is the most solid aspect of our team. Uh, my defense coordinator, Anthony Reginald, he and I have worked together for a long time and uh, we're multiple over But we have very, very talented players starting first and foremost with our all American defense being four star Aaron Oden, who's a Mississippi State committee.
1: Aaron
0: huh? Yeah, the Danny Douglas selection. He's six three and a half, two fifty. He mm-hmm. runs about a four seven. Uh bench press is about three fifty. Um he squats about five. Um he's just a freak. I mean, he—he he he's a former linebacker that outgrew that position. Uh, we mm-hmm. turned him into a pass rusher. He went from never playing the position last year to having 20 sacks. Uh, wow. Alongside him, you have our nose guard Tyrus Jones, who's 6'1", 320, but he moves like he's 250 pounds. Uh, we have another defensive tackle in Kobe Jones, I mean Kobe Love, who's, who moved here from Memphis. He's 6'1", 275. One of the best technicians I've ever seen. He actually has better technique than Odom. He's a student mm-hmm. of the game, and the defensive line is really the strength of the team. And coincidentally, I'm the D-line coach. I'm the head coach, but I will always coach the D-line no matter what I coach. How about uh,
1: that? Behind the court,
0: <laughs> but behind them, we have mm-hmm. a, a middle linebacker that's a thumper, and Jordan Ferris. Jordan is about five eleven by two twenty. He's a ball of muscle, and he comes down here from guard to guard. We've got two outside backers, then a new age outside backers. And what I mean by that, they kinda of hybrid guys. We
1: mm-hmm. got Tim Robinson,
0: the six foot, about hundred and ninety pounds, he runs a four six. You got Mackenzie Black, who's about six one and a half, he's two twenty, he runs a four um, four. our our Swiss Army nice guy is Harold Blackman. He's a hybrid, strong safety type guy. Harold is being recruited by schools all over the nation. Uh, he just recently was offered by Cincinnati and a host of other schools. Um, Harold is 6'1", 205. He runs a 4-5. He can play corner. He can play free safety. He can play strong safety. He's our swift army night. And when you get to the defensive backs, they just rock stars. We got Markel Gladden, who recently committed to Jackson State last Thursday night, mm-hmm. an SEC caliber player that wanted to take his talent to his home school. as kind of a family tradition type thing because he has family that went there. And on mm-hmm. the other side, you got Emmanuel Dabney, the number one cornerback in the state, who I think got snubbed in the Danny Douglas selection. He's 6'1". He's about 185, and he runs a 4-3-4 on a, on a, on a speed time laser time. And our free safety, we have two of them that we rolled in there. One of them is Marquette Mays. He's a smaller guy, but he's scrappy and he's smart. And our other free safety just happens to be Malik Heath, that freak that plays receiver. So when we get into a situation where we got somebody that wants to spread us out and think that you're going to spread us out and just toss it around, you're really playing into our hands because that is really one of the strengths of our team. The defense will always play solid. As long as I'm the coach of Callaway, we'll be a defensive-minded team, and our offense won't ever have to go win and just don't lose because we're going to play rock star defense. That's what we do. That will always be our trademark.
1: Hey, Coach, you kind of touched on it on the defensive side of the ball uh, you you, you, had, you mentioned some higher positions. What what sort of uh, defensive formations uh, are, are, are you running on the defensive side of the ball? Well, w- without giving away too
0: much of the scouting report, Mr. Bishop, I'd sure, say sure. we're multi. We're multi. Mm-hmm. We are we we are talented enough to play whatever kind of game we need to play. If we need to play a three-four, we'll play a three-four.
1: If we need to play a
0: 4-3, we'll play a 4-3. If we need to play a four two five 2 5 we'll play a four, play a four or two, or five, we'll a four or
1: two or five. Whatever
0: you bring to the table, we will make it be conducive to us because of the, the talent level we have on defense. Sure. So we're, we're multiple. You you'll never you can't look at one week and say, well, they run this, because if you run something different than the team you watch us on film on, we will run what works best against whoever we're playing.
1: Of course we're
0: here. does a great job of, of, of
1: getting us prepared. Of course, we're here on the line with Coach Darius Brown, who is the head coach of the Callaway Charters here on the Open Life Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Coach, you know, when we kind of take a look at uh, the 6A Region 2 uh, district, a very, very tough district, kind of talk a little bit about some of the teams that you'll be facing this upcoming season? Well,
0: first and foremost, just to start it off, just to let you know, What kind of division we play in? Our first division game is against the defending six A state champion, Starve. Yes, sir. So that lets you know what we deal with week in and week out. And guess what? Right after Starbucks, the next game we play Clinton, who has the number one player in the state and the number two running back in the nation, in Cam Akers. Yes, indeed. After that, we go into a a situation where we got to go and we got to go. We got Madison Central, my former school that I coached at. Then you got Northwest ranking. They're up and coming. They're always good. Then you got Greenville Weston, who has a new staff from Greenwood that had a lot of success at Greenwood. Greenville has always been talented. They just has not been able to get a guy to commit to get them over the hump. So that won't be a gimme game. Then you go into the situation where you got Warren Central with uh, Coach Morgan, who was a former teammate of mine at Mississippi State. So it's always fun to get together and kind of have a dust-up with him because we mirror images of each other. And to give you an idea of how that game goes and how much we know each other, last year the end score of the game, the last game of the year, it was a six-to-nothing game, and they won.
1: Wow. So
0: that's kind of what we deal with. We do not ever have a week where we can idly sit by and say, well, we can just kind of ease into this, and that's not how we operate anyway. The easiest way for me is we break it down into one-game season, and we lock in and we put blinders on, and we'll get ready for start. We won't worry about Clinton because we got to get back started. And once we play startle, and in my mind, I will always say we're going to show up prepared, ready to win. I won't ever guarantee wins, but we'll always be
1: mentally, physically prepared
0: to go out and go through the process of a game. We'll play twelve, we'll play four twelve-minute quarters, which is forty-eight minutes. And we we'll look up at the scoreboard at the end, and hopefully, we've done enough to win. But if you approach it any other way, one play at a time, one game at a time in this division that we're in, you'll lose. And a loss in our division, it doesn't matter whether it's early or late, it'll affect your seating in the playoffs. We were 5-7, and seven and we had more talent than anybody else in our division. That was a wake-up call to my team as soon as I took over. We are talented, and we didn't lose before starters. Until we dispel that notion, we are a 5-7 underachieving team. Do I think that will be the end of the result this year? No. But we can't ever take anybody for granted, and we can't not work any week or we'll we'll suffer the major consequence of a loss. And in our division, a loss can lead to you not getting in. You could have a four-way tie in our division with one or two losses and not get in, and that's your only one or two losses in the division. So it's just competitive. But looking for my team, I live for this. I wake up right. in the morning for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Me and my mm-hmm. fiancé compete against it. We fold and close together. I try to see if I can fold the tie up faster than she can. <laughs> so I'm just oh. a competitive guy. We just compete. I mean, it's just, right. it's just
1: what we do. And, 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 uh, continuing on, I uh, think co- we're here with coach uh, Darius Brown here at Callaway Chargers. I wanted to kind of touch a little bit about the staff that you, that you put together here at Callaway, uh, going into this upcoming season. Well, I, as I mentioned
0: earlier, Anthony Regan is my defense coordinator. We've worked on and off together for over 10, 12 years. Uh, a guy that I trust him, I have a lot of confidence in, um, I've got Eric Nelson on the offensive line that I coached way back in the day when I was a younger coach at Murrow. I've got Damian Brown doing my defensive backs. Of course, I'm the D-line coach. I've got Coach Benjamin Hart, who's my JV coach and my Swiss Army Knife as a coach. He coaches everything. Um, I've got um, Ian McGinnis, which is my offensive coordinator. He's a California guy. We do the power running game, but I needed a guy that was innovative in the passing game. In my opinion, this is no offense to anybody, and I'm from the South, but in my opinion, the best quarterbacks in America are from the West Coast. They just see offense differently, and it's just a different deal. They make you cover the whole 53 and a third by 100. Um, my uh, running back's coach is Talbot Robinson. Um, he's a veteran coach, uh, a guy that I was lucky to get my hands on. He's been out of coaching, but he got back into it for me to help me out, and um, my receiver coach is Marty Shelby. He's a former wide receiver at Alcorn State University, plays for Coach Jay Hopson. So I got a mixture of the right kind of guys. I'm the spark club, the fiery guy It's kind of, and you and I met, so you kind of know how I am. You know, yes, it's, indeed.
1: <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's zero to 500 all the time. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, but my assistant coaches are consummate teachers they teachers. I'm the master motivator, and I have a lot of great teachers as coaches. And the thing about us is we do what a lot of people have forgotten about in football. Every day at the beginning of our practice, we practice on periods, five-minute periods, okay? That's where we stay on schedule. But every day after we do special teams, which we will cover every day, we go into individual periods. And for 30, 30 minutes a day, we have football camp. Our individuals are not called individuals. We call it football camp. Where we work on basic things in individual groups like running, throwing, catching, blocking, tackling all of the things you have to do to be successful in a football scheme. If you're not fundamentally sound, your scheme does not help you at all right and so we just went back to the basics, man, and I'm just a firm believer that if you have a lot of talent, if you go back to the basics of things, then you should have some success and and the one quote I always use and don't get me wrong, and, and I don't mean to be literal with this, but I'm, I'm, I honestly believe this. Football is a performance-based business. It's a career I chose now. And nobody remembers who was in second place. Nobody really remembers who South Carolina beat to win all those state championships. Nobody remembers the guy that showed up and played hard. People remember winners. You understand what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, that is what we're trying to do, win. You either first or you didn't win. And there's no in-betweens in our business. And I have my players to approach the game like this. We don't show up to play good. We show up to be dominant against anybody in the opposite color uniform. And we went to play a spring game, and my guys approached it like it was a state championship. And all it was was a spring game. So the confidence is there. The work has been put in, the head's in the barn. It's time for us to try to put a scheme together week to week and go out and make the Charger Nation proud
1: because they deserved it. They deserve it mm-hmm. and we're going to give it to them. Sure thing and coach, I think we can kind of close out on that note uh, uh any final words that you uh want charter nation to know about your uh two thousand sixteen football charter
0: All I want them to know is that we will be different than what they've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: We will show up
0: and put a product on the field that they will be proud of on Saturday morning. We want our fans and the people in our community to be able to get up and go to the barber shop, to the beauty shop, to the grocery store, to church on Sunday to wherever they go back to work on Monday and be able to be proud of what they saw on Friday night. And all I want them to do is wherever we play, whether it's in Jackson or whether it's in Starbucks or whether it's in Vicksburg or whether it's in Clinton, just give us the support we need and let's show up and paint everywhere we go. Let's paint it orange and navy blue. And on that note, all I can say is bolts up
1: and the Chargers will be ready to strike when they pick it up. Yes, indeed, Coach. We want to thank you for, Stopping by the scoreboard show there with Charles Bishop here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Of course, you can hear the Callaway Chargers on the Open Mic Broadcast Network this upcoming season, September 16th. The Callaway Chargers will be taking on the Terry Bulldogs, and you can also hear the Chargers again on October 27th in the annual grudge match with the Murrow Mustangs. Coach Brown, thank you for stopping by the scoreboard show, and good luck on the upcoming season. And thank you, Mr. Bishop. You are definitely the man. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank right, you, man. We look forward to this upcoming season. All right, thank you, man. Both up. Mm-hmm. Both suck. With that, close out, and we will look forward to uh, continuing with our interviews with Uh, Various coaches around Jackson Public Schools. Again, we have a four-game slate this upcoming season here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics serving the community through faith and athletics. August nineteenth, it'll be the Probine Rams versus the Forest Hill Patriots. Again, September sixteenth, Callaway Chargers versus the Cherry Bulldogs. October fourteenth will be the Murrah Mustangs versus the Warren Central Vikings, and October twenty seventh will be the Murrah Mustangs versus the Callaway Charters. Well that being said, this is Charles Bishop of the Scoreboard Show, and we look forward to football on Friday night. Good night. 18 plus.